harmonia, the ancient word for the union of melody and harmony and the music of the spheres. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. On Harmonia, the Tudor Choir performs live on the Early Music Guild's International Series, the Hilliard Ensemble interprets the music of Paratine, and Ensemble Sarband reimagines Bach in the Arabian Passion. Take a quick look back in time in the Harmonia time capsule. The end of a war, the birth of a president, and the death of a songwriter. The year is 1735, a year of news and a year to remember. Peace was in the cards for the War of the Polish Succession and was finally reached in October 1735, although it took a little over three years before it was ratified by the Treaty of Vienna. The main reason for the war was a dispute over who was to succeed August II, King of Poland. The war was more complicated since it pitted two great European powers against each other, the Habsburgs and the Bourbons. In the end, August III was crowned, but only after much fighting in Poland. In other news, from 1735, William Hogarth's series of paintings entitled A Rake's Progress were engraved and published. The eight images are famous for their portrayal of Tom Rakewell and the decline of his fortune and life, in which he eventually finds himself in a mental institution. A Rake's Progress was the inspiration for Igor Stravinsky's opera in three acts, entitled The Rake's Progress, and premiered in 1951. Stravinsky had seen Hogarth's images years before in Chicago. In American news, there were two auspicious births during the year 1735. John Adams, who was to become the second president of the United States after being elected the first vice president, was born on October 30th in Quincy, Massachusetts. Among many of Adams' other accomplishments, he helped draft the Declaration of Independence. The other well-known American figure born in 1735 was Paul Revere, the silversmith, a patriot who was known for his work as a night messenger during the Revolutionary War, including his famous Midnight Ride, which preceded the Battle of Lexington and Concord. In other news, British composer John Eccles passed away on January 12th. Eccles composed for the court and theater. He's best remembered today for the many songs and odes he wrote during his career, as well as the mask The Judgment of Paris, which was written for a competition in which he won second place. This has been a glimpse back in time to the year 1735. I'm Angela Mariani. More about Paul Revere and other people, events, and music mentioned in this time capsule can be found in Harmonia's new online shop at harmoniaearlymusic.org slash shop.
The Seattle-based Tudor Choir has been performing Renaissance polyphony and early American music for nearly two decades. This flexible ensemble is made up of 12 core singers and is directed by its founder, Doug Fullington. The choir's performances and recordings have received international acclaim. During the 2009-2010 season, the choir performed on the Early Music Guild of Seattle's International Series. The program was devoted to the sacred music of four prominent Flemish Renaissance composers, Jacob Veit, Nicolas Gombert, Jacob Obrecht, and Jacob Clemens Nonpapa.
Sacred Music of the Flemish Renaissance. The Tudor Choir perform motets by Clemens Nonpapa, Jakob Obrecht, and Nicolas Gombert, under the direction of Doug Fullington. The choir's performance is taken from a live concert given as part of the Early Music Guild of Seattle's International Series. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. Welcome back to Harmonia. We're listening to the Tudor Choir in performance on the Early Music Guild of Seattle's International Series. Many of the Flemish composers on the Tudor Choir's program were well-traveled and found work in a number of European courts. However, Jakob Clemens Nonpapa was the exception, in that his professional career was confined, perhaps by choice, to the lowlands. One side effect of this fact was that Clemens Nonpapa was relatively uninfluenced by the mainstream. His prolific work is considered brilliant by many scholars and performers.
Music of Clemens Non Papa, the motet Pater Pecavi, Father I Have Sinned, was performed by the Tudor Choir from a live performance given on the Early Music Guild of Seattle's International Series. Doug Fullington directed. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, celebrating 25 years of service to the field of early music, on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back to Harmonia. We've been listening to the Tudor Choir perform music of the Flemish Renaissance, but now we move on to the music of Perrotin. Very little is known about the French composer named Perrotin, yet he's one of the most famous medieval European composers. We do know that he was choir master at Notre Dame. Also, Perrotin's music is preserved in the Magnus Liber, or Great Book, which contains early polyphonic church music, or, in other words, music in which two or more independent melodic lines are sung simultaneously. Perrotin's particular brand of polyphonic music is known as organum.
The Hilliard Ensemble performed Perrotin's Viderun Omnes under the direction of Paul Hillier from a 2000 ECM release devoted to Perrotin. Hundreds of archived episodes, videos, podcasts, and much more can be found online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Unlike any other Western composer, Johann Sebastian Bach's music has been taken and changed into many other kinds of music, often retaining its basic musical nature and spirit, if clothed in a new wardrobe. For Vladimir Ivanov and Ensemble Sarband, J.S. Bach's Matthew and John Passions were the inspiration and fodder for our featured Yarrow label release, entitled The Arabian Passion According to J.S. Bach. Excerpting Bach's words, melodies, and harmonies, the ensemble molded what is essentially Lutheran Baroque music into a work that recalls the original, but one that is clearly transformed into Middle Eastern music, incorporating Eastern and Western instruments, 
Eastern modes, and improvisation, as well as translating part of the German text into Arabic. This cross-cultural work is in many ways timeless and centers around the story of the Passion.
Ensemble Sarban performed in a featured Yarrow label release two excerpts from the recording Arabian Passion according to J.S. Bach, including arrangements inspired by the John and Matthew Passions of Bach. Want to add to your own early music collection? Each week we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Much of the music you hear on Harmonia, as well as books and early music gift items, are available online at harmoniaearlymusic.org shop. Items purchased through links on our website also support the production of this program. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Bernard Gordillo. Thanks to our studio engineer Mike Pashkash and our staff, Carrie Boyce, David Wood, Luann Johnson, and Scott Witzke. Additional technical support comes from KOHM at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Listeners who enjoy Harmonia may also enjoy WFIU's Ether Game Musical Mini Quiz Podcast, available for download at WFIU.org with a click on the podcast button. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Christina Kuzmich is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.